huzzah. So, I am Aaron. I am Jeff. And this is The Final Word. And today we are going to be... Uh, 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 Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is what? The Final Word? No, 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 no. The Final Word with Jeff and Aaron. There you go. God damn it. Anyways, this is The Final Word with Uh, Jeff and Aaron. I'm going to stop you again. No swears? Come on. You can't say God damn it on a podcast. This is public. I really just want to start saying swear words now. I won't, but I kind of want to. We could have a podcast about swear words. We could all, yes. It's just literally us just thinking of every possible extremist swear word we possibly could think of for 90 minutes. Sad thing, we could probably do it. I would run out in like 10. Oh, I could think of, I could think of things. Oh, you, have, you have a couple more languages this on me, true. so. Good combinations. So, since this has been recording the whole time, I am Aaron. This I'm, is... I'm Jeff. And this is The Final Word with Jeff and Aaron. Yay! Today, we will be revisiting our podcast from a few weeks ago about the 36 questions that lead to love. Okay, and if we're going to be talking about this, you're going to have to put on that normal voice of yours, because the voice that you're currently doing is weird me out. That's kind of the idea. I know. It helps so, you get into an easier place, right? Yes, there yeah. you go, yes. A more comfortable Oddly place. enough, yeah. Any case, we left off with question eight last time, which was, uh, name, three thring, blah, 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 name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. Um, I and honestly, I think we pretty much, I don't remember our answer to it, no. but I'm pretty, we just kind of like shugged it off and moved on to the right, next one. I think so. Because well, it was pretty obvious we're both nerds. Right, and we both wear glasses. Well, and that, I'm assuming that's probably. We both have cats. And, well, that wasn't true back then. I don't think that was true that's back true. then. That's true. didn't have a cat at that point. So um, it's been almost two months then. Yeah, it's been a while. Been, it was yeah. podcast number four, and I believe oh, we're on ten. ten. Yeah. Wow. So. All right. So we are going to start now with question nine. Um, for what in your life do you feel most grateful? So I'm guessing since you are the questioner, I have to answer first. Indeed. Uh, and I'm going to be honest because I think that's the point of this. Uh, probably for stable family life, getting me to the point where I actually have a stable job that pays a good amount of money that I can actually pay off debts and live comfortably. I mean... I don't want to brag or anything, but I picked up some food at the store the other day, and I didn't think about how much it cost, and that was lovely. Um, Also, it's kind of weird. I feel like whenever you talk about money, even if – the reality is I still don't make any amount of money. It's just that I'm making more than I did when I was in grad school, and that's amazing. But still, I feel there's this weird pressure whenever you mention anything about money that if you have it, you feel guilty. Yeah, definitely. That absolutely – that you're like when you buy something, especially and, if it's like frivolous, right? Like a frivolous thing, you kind of like poo poo. You're like, oh, I got it on sale, yeah. Or you know, you try or like uh, the uh, the 3D chess set, yeah. That I yeah, got. yeah. It was stupidly expensive. So it's a Star Trek 3D chess set. It's pretty awesome. But whenever I show people, I'm like, well, it, I had Amazon gift cards and. Because I don't want to be like, well, I spent two hundred and fifty. Yeah. Look at all this money I'm just right. showering everywhere. Which um, I mean, it's also very true that I would not have bought it normally. Yeah, no, said gift cards. True. But yes, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's, it's a really weird the thing in our society where just having money is almost guilty, right? Or you're kind of there's this constant. I feel like a, a judgment factor yeah. of either 
you feel that people are judging you for either how much money you have or how much money you don't have. Yeah. And you sort of judge other people at the same time. Like, when you hear somebody talking about they bought X, Y, and Z, sometimes the back of your mind you're like, God, I wish I could, you know, buy X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah. Not judgment so much as... Jealousy. Perhaps. It's it's a weird form of jealousy though, because it's a judgy jealousy. Absolutely. It's like a combination of those two. I'm I'm upset that I don't have that, and therefore you must be a bad person. Exactly. One hundred percent. I feel the same thing about uh, when I hear people like traveling a lot. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm thinking, well, you're just you're not appreciating the traveling the way I would. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're taking for granted the fact that you have the ability to exactly. do vacation. Exactly. Um, so now that we've strayed sufficiently far away from the original yes, question. What, am I, what in life do I feel grateful for? There you go. Um, oddly enough, a rather similar uh, thing. Um, very much grateful for my family. Um, for just being there in general. Like, it was... If anything ever happened to me for whatever reason, my family is there. Like, they are my... Um, don't say they're your rock. No, I was not going to say that. Good. I was going to say they're they're like my safety net, in a sense. Also cliche, but also good. Yeah, but, like, I mean, more than that, but it's... it's yeah, it's, no, it's the... I would say... It's the constant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What am I most grateful for? My family. Yeah. Um, do you want to ask the next one? Yeah, it seems makes most sense to alternate. Uh, let me just figure out how to read again. Um, if you could change anything about the way you were raised... Oh, odd. What would it be? That's a, That's a hard one. Hard one. Especially because I know my parents are listening, and I feel like that is going to be a problem. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think my parents are listening. Oh, my mom listens way too much. Honestly, I mean, listens a perfect amount. Honestly, and, and if we're being truly honest here, it would be... Um, I was, and I still am, but I was a very stubborn child. Like, a really, really stubborn child. And it's not so much that my parents gave in to me. Like, it's not like I was demanding things. Mm -hmm. It was more along the lines of if I didn't want to do something, I wasn't going to do something. And they would only push so much and, like, wouldn't necessarily force me to do things. Um, So... uh, risky or somewhat risky things as a child like I hated spending the night at friends so I just never spent the night at friends houses um uh there's a there's some other things I can think of just that um was more along the lines of certain behaviors that my parents didn't see as potentially troublesome they kind of saw potentially like just kind of like normal behavior that in retrospect, all of us can be like, oh, yeah, that was probably not the best thing. Kind of like the, nothing major, but... So so would you say it's kind of like a, a level of enabling you? Yeah, do... that's a good, yeah, a bit of enabling and then also just kind of like, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, of course. But yeah, I, I guess enabling is kind of the right word. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, my mom letting be, Aaron be Aaron. Yeah, my mom could be a bit of a helicopter mom. Um. What's really interesting is a lot of the words that you said uh, makes me go back to question eight, the whole what three things you have in common, because mm. I am right there with you. Yeah, and I feel like that's uh, same with question nine. We're kind of there, too, together. Yeah, so concerning. Yeah, um, I guess, are we falling in love yet? No. Oh. Uh, sorry to break your heart. Uh, but I was going to say the same thing, like, I did not like doing sleepovers. 
and uh, would routinely go to them and then be like, oh, I'm feeling sick. Yeah. I guess I have to go home. Yeah. Um, and all that kind of stuff. But in this... This will probably start a fight back at my house uh, if, if my mom listens to this. But the one thing I kind of wish that my parents would have done differently when I was younger is force us to eat the food they made. Mm, interesting. I did not have that problem. Yeah. Was yours a situation where your parents made food and it was delicious and you ate it anyways? Or was it you're kind of like a Wild West, you know, you're old enough. So, I mean, most of the time my mom made dinner. Uh-huh. She was very, very, very good at just coming up with some, looking in the refrigerator or the freezer and being like, oh, I'm going to make this tonight. Yeah, and yeah. like 10 minutes later having dinner. Um, and my mom's a pretty good cook. So there was never much of a uh, an issue of, oh God, I don't want to eat this. Don't yeah. make me eat this. Yeah. Um, and there was not a lot of eating out either. Yeah. That was kind of a, uh, definitely, a, um, well, I'm saying um a lot right now. Uh, your brain's probably a little bit tired from the movie that we just saw. That's true. We just saw Toy Story 4. Yep. It was not a date. (laughs) Uh, It was a really good movie. No spoilers. Um, You totally ruined my train of thought. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I just have to do all the goofs. Yes. Oh, food. Yeah. Going out. We didn't go out to a lot. So we would... um, There was a thing called Hebrew school. Very similar to like Sunday school for Christians, but this was for, you know, Jewish people, and it was both Sunday and Wednesday, and Wednesday was always Wednesday night, and um, we would always go to Wendy's beforehand, and that was kind of our, like, little bit of a treat. So you didn't go out to eat that much then, uh, aside from this Wendy's treat? Not really. Um, I mean, my parents didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. I Yeah. Again, similar situations. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I think we probably went out to eat a lot. I just remember me and my sister were also very stubborn growing up uh and at a certain point i, I see I'm, i don't remember this this is one of those things where my memory fails me before i was you know 13 um but my parents have recalled a few times that basically when we were growing up it started out that my mom would make dinners and then me and my sister were too picky to eat them and eventually uh, Somehow it was given in that, fine, okay, make your own thing then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we just kind of go off. And the, what, what was your own thing? What did it tend to be? Whatever was in the like fridge or Random cupboard, just whatever. lying around. Yeah, a can of soup here, probably cereal. Honestly, I don't really remember what I ate when I was younger. Mm. Um, but uh, the, the, there's two reasons why I wish uh, we had stuck. We had... I wish that actually, you know what? I'm going to change this from something that my parents didn't do to something that me and my sister did do, and that's I wish that we weren't so damn stubborn when it came to eating food because it took me until I got to grad school to realize there's other foods than just standard American fare. Like Thai food is delicious, and I didn't have Thai food until I moved to Boulder. You know what's really amusing? That's our similarities freaking me out a little bit right now because um, I was a really picky eater too. Yeah, and specifically with like Chinese food or pizza or a whole bunch of things that I just like I refuse to eat. Yeah. And I was a very bland eater. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, when I was really young, you know, we're talking like, you know, starting to eat solid foods and, sure. and whatnot. It was a lot of potatoes and uh, Cheerios. Yeah. Um and I think I'm trying to remember the first time I actually had pizza. 
because I hate it. I don't, and I still don't like tomatoes. But when I was younger, I didn't like tomatoes. Thus, tomato sauce. Oh my god, that's disgusting. It's a tomato. Despite sauce. the fact that it tastes nothing like tomatoes. Right. And uh, we had a family friend who would make uh, homemade pizzas every so often. Oh, delicious. And he would always. It was great. He'd always make mine without the tomato sauce. It was basically cheese on bread. Oh, you were having cheesy bread. Essentially. Oh, goodness. Yeah, essentially. So... Oh, of course, because you wouldn't put pepperoni on it. That makes sense. Right, and there may have been vegetables. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. But, um... And I wasn't even a huge fan of melted cheese. There was, like, the consistency consistency going on there. What were you eating? I don't even remember. Just I did protein mush. Essentially. Essentially. Um, but I think I was maybe 11 or 12, and we were in Florida... Somewhere in the middle of nowhere in Florida, and we were driving to the hotel, or the motel, and, um, like, schedule got really crazy, and we didn't get into the motel until really late, and we hadn't had dinner. The only place that was open was a pizza place, and it was basically... Eat this or be hungry. Exactly. Yeah. And so I was hungry, and I'm like, all right, I'll try it, and I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely yep. loved it. And then it was all of a sudden, this whole world opened up of, like, oh, maybe I like other foods. Yes. And now I love food. Like, yeah. I will try anything, which I mean, is, a, yeah. I'm with you on that. Like, one of my favorite pastimes now is cooking. I literally have three different dishes back home that are prepping for uh, this week that are going to be made throughout the week. And it's just like, I wish I hadn't been so stubborn back then and had realized, first of all, if my parents are eating it, it probably won't kill me. That's yes. This so is I can I can scarf it down. Yeah, it may not be a hamburger that I love, but you know it might still be good. Um, and then the other thing I think is, if we were again forced to eat what was made, I feel like that would have given me a little bit level of restraint, especially with regards to food. And right now I have no restraint mm. with a lot of things. Yeah. And so I just it's one of the things that I wish I had more fortitude back then to just be like, you know what? Yeah, I'll eat whatever weird thing you just made. Especially because my mom's a really good cook. Yeah, my mom's a great cook. I unfortunately don't cook nearly enough for myself, but it's it's one of those things. It's a very time consuming process, yes. and the end product is not always great. Mm-hmm. Well, the worst part for me is sometimes I'm not good at like cooking ahead of time. Yes, and so I'll be delaying making food and delaying and delaying, and then suddenly like, oh my god, I'm so hungry. Yep. Oh, I just I gotta get something to eat right now. Which is the reason why I mentioned the I have three meals being prepared. Right, exactly. Uh, basically, I have all of the supplies ready so that when I'm ready to eat, I can make myself. Uh, let's see, the two things I have right now are uh, sesame chicken, rice, and broccoli, and then the other one is uh, oh shoot, oh uh, bacon, chicken, ranch wraps. Hmm. Yeah, they're so good. All right, question eleven. What is question eleven? Question eleven is going to be a fun one. Take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. Four minutes. Do we want to actually time ourselves? I am going to time us. Okay. Uh, do you have a timer set up? Um, I am looking at the the timeline of our recording. Oh, you don't want to go. Uh, you so you can go to Google. Uh, yeah. Let me let me go to Google and it'll make an audible noise when the time is. I done. mean, I can do that on my watch. Yeah, but it'll be so fun. Uh, all right. Uh, first, I'm going to make a test to make sure this works. So it's going to be five seconds. You, so you, you realize I could literally be done with this right now. No. It's going to make noise. It's going to make noise. See, there we go. That's terrible. It's a horrible noise. All right. Well, I regret my decision immediately. But we're sticking to it. Okay. Well, shit. Okay. Let me hey. set it up for four minutes. Language. I said you couldn't. I didn't say I couldn't. Jackass. <laughs> I was waiting for you to do that because uh, I thought it was funny. 
Uh, okay, setting up the timer. It's currently set for five minutes. We're doing four minutes. I can't seem to change it. So what were you going to do? I'm going to do it on my watch, and yep. this will take me... Oh, let's see. I am going to do it for... See, if we were a professional podcast, we'd cut this part out. Yeah, but I kind of like the on the off-the-cuff kind of thing still. Yeah. Hey, okay. at least we now have an intro song, this and if true. you stick around for the end... We have an outro song. Oh, it's going to be good. Yes. All right. You get to answer the question. You are going to start answering the question now. So the year was 1989. The month was August. The day was the 6th. I'm pretty sure it was around 10. You've uh, just wasted 10 seconds. I know. I figured it said as much detail as possible. So we're going in. Um, anyways, I was born, you know, August 6th. Uh, we lived in... Uh, so I've basically my family house has been in Spokane, Washington my entire life. Uh, it's, I think I've only moved three times. Uh, we went from this this Nixon house, which was right next to, I think it was a meth dealer. It could have been somebody else. I'm not sure. What is Nixon house? Oh, the street was on Nixon. Ah. Uh, which makes sense because there's the whole Richard Nixon thing, and Nixon house could actually have different meetings. No, the street was on Nixon. Uh, so we had on the on the on one side of us, we had a, a meth dealer. On the other side of us, we had these two kid bullies. Bullies are the correct word. Um, and so I lived there, I think, until I was around 10. Um, it was pretty fine. Uh, nothing too interesting that I can remember. Was that my indication that I have three minutes left? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. We have so much time. My life is super boring. Uh, anyway, so after we moved from the Nixon house, we moved into this house on Chapman Road, which was out in the middle of nowhere. We had five acres of land. We had about 40 chickens. Uh, at one point, we had three sheep. Um, and it was a four-story, but... The third story was just like a landing, mm-hmm. um, like cool, cool, cool house. Uh, and I stayed there until I want to say uh, high school. Yeah, it sounds about right. Um, basically, I'm just listing houses because I honestly don't know what else I can talk about in my life for four minutes. Uh, uh, ooh, ooh. Two minutes and 15 seconds. I do have a good story. Um, so when I was in fifth, fifth or sixth grade, sixth grade, um, I learned that I liked math because uh, I would finish all of the exams really, really quickly. Um, so, oh yeah, yeah. So fifth grade, we had this teacher, Mr. Watts. He would ha- have this kind of like pilot your own math um, courses. Uh, and what we would do is you would take a test at the beginning of the course. If you failed the test, you'd have to go through the course. And you could go through the course as fast as you wanted. And I basically just kept passing those tests until I got to the last one and it was like, so the semester's, the year's only like halfway done. What do I do now? And it was like, eh, whatever you want, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah, so that's when I learned how I, that's when I learned I was good at math. I learned that I liked math in sixth grade when we had this like advanced course. So basically at the beginning of the year, you took a test to determine which math course you were going to be in. I was in the top one and then I was, oh God, I feel like I'm bragging now. Uh, I was so good at that that I started just uh, – the teacher basically requested my help to help the other students learn how to do like uh, algebra and stuff like that. Um, so the third house we lived in is on Newer Court and it's the one my parents currently live in. It's a pretty nice little place. Uh, I live in the basement, which is always best because it's cold. Um, went to high school, was prom royalty. Uh, let's see. I think you just lied. No, uh, 100%. I was prom royalty. Uh, actually, one of the more embarrassing events happened at, at, at prom. I I went with my uh, friend Jasmine, um, and 
after I got Prime Royalty, it, we're out, but I'm going to finish the story. Uh, after I got the Prime Royalty, we, there's this big set of stairs, and we, we went up there to take pictures, and I did, like, this manly thing where I picked her up. The problem was everyone could see up her skirt. Yeah, people took pictures. It was embarrassing. Oh, you are a terrible, terrible person. The weird thing is, I was super embarrassed. She was cool about it. Oh, all right. So, um, you have three, two, one. Oh, oh, it didn't make. Oh, it didn't. Oh, I have my watch on mute. Hey, Sad. so at least my Google would have made a horrible, horrible noise, but yeah. it would have made a noise. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, mine's gonna make a noise now. Well, I figure. Also, now that I'm finished, first of all, talking for four minutes straight is hard. Kinda, I, I can. I think I might be okay. I can talk a lot. It's you, a bit of a failing, actually. Can. I can talk way too much sometimes. Well, not only that, but like I couldn't think of anything interesting to say. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say, is if there's any questions you had about my life story before we transition into yours, I don't think that's a part of this. I don't think I can ask questions. You don't want to ask questions. I can ask questions. No, okay. I well, feel like you only did like the first half of your life, though. Well, because. That really didn't change much after I got to college. Oh, you're right. I should have done college. College was yeah. so good. Yeah. See? Too late now. Well, you I... missed your chance. Yeah. You've ruined your chance at love. Well, that's fine. All I'll, right. No, I've practiced for the next time. There you go. Next time, I'll ignore the number of houses that I stayed in. There you go. <laughs> Just I'm gonna... not going to lie. As you were talking about the houses, I'm like, all right, that's a thing. Yeah. That's, that's, that's you know... I wish you would see. Uh, this is the problem with just talking for four minutes. I didn't get any feedback, so I just kept going. Well, that was kind of the point, I think. Uh, um, all right, my turn. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna time myself. We'll see how this goes. Cheater. Well, I won't look at it constantly, and I'm just wasted five seconds. So, I was born August fourth, nineteen eighty-two. Woo. Um, I'm a Leo. Um. The house my parents currently live in is the house I grew up in. I have never moved in my life. Well, I never moved as a kid. Um, grew up in Boulder, born and raised in Boulder. And um, things were good. Um, went to elementary school at a school a couple of blocks from me. Went to middle school about a mile away from me. Middle school was the worst three years of my life. I was bullied incessantly. Middle school sucked. I hated middle school. Um, then I went to high school, and it was like a, night and day doesn't even describe the change. I had friends. It was like holy crap. It was um, it was the most amazing thing, and I'm actually still friends with a lot of those people. I, uh, I was in marching band, and we were all very close knit. Marching band was a ton of fun. So um, high school was actually a really good time. Um, it was this kind of uh, period where I had a ton of friends. I enjoyed going to school. I didn't like waking up in the morning, but I, I enjoyed going to school. I was doing well in my classes. I, you know, I was doing good in math and physics and all of that stuff. Um, you know, good friends, and um, you know, I still was living with my parents, but they were pretty good about curfew, where. It was, you know, curfew is 10 o'clock or whatever. If you're going to be late, just let us know. So it wasn't like if I wasn't home at the exact time. It was not the end of the world. Um, I graduated in 2000. Yeah, that was the class of 2000. And I went to college up in Fort Collins at Colorado State University. And that was a rough transition, actually. You know, growing up in Boulder my whole life, Fort Collins is about an hour north of Boulder. Um, 
uh, a lot closer to Wyoming. And Boulder is a very liberal place. Fort Collins isn't conservative per se, but it's definitely a lot less liberal. And I, uh, I was in, I, I studied engineering, and for whatever reason, engineers tend to be more conservative. I don't. It's at least that was my experience. FYI, I'm a very liberal person. Um, so I was living in the engineering dorm, and like half my roommates or half of the people on my floor voted for Bush, and it was like this culture shock of, oh my god, I knew these people existed, but. I'm surrounded by them. So, yeah, so college at CSU, four years, um, or five years, actually. It was good. Uh, it definitely times, you know, I think if I could go back and change some things about how I went through school, I definitely would. Um, so, let's see, graduated in the end of 2005. Um, 2006 was kind of a um, transition year. I traveled a lot. I lived in Israel for... Uh, about a month or two, I traveled around Europe. I backpacked around Europe. Um, I ended up moving back in with my parents at the end of 2006 after all the traveling because I didn't know what the hell I was doing with my life. Um, in 2007, I started a job at this company called Safe Systems. It was a security monitoring company. I did that for about a year and realized I hated it. Oh, I was doing IT there. Um, quit it in 2008. 2008, I did a road trip across the country for two or three months and then I moved in with a friend in Denver and then I lived in Denver for four or five years and then I moved back to Boulder and I'm currently in Boulder and I have four seconds left three two one you started a podcast yes I started a podcast there you go who who knows anyways so there's my life so I realized my problem was I should have gone second. Hmm. So a better idea of like what to talk about? Not or? just not to what to talk about. My brain doesn't work really well at retrieving things. Interesting. On its own, it needs sparks. So as you were going through your story, I was like, oh yeah, that happened to me. Oh yeah, yeah, this would have been good something to talk about. Uh, I, if I had gone second, I bet you I would have done a lot better than this house I lived in and then this house I lived Because literally what I was doing with my brain was, okay, I got to tell my life story. So we'll start at the beginning and then just start listing all of the things that happened to me. And it's just kind of, you know, what but it is. But it didn't tell you anything about my life. It just this told you true. about the events in, that happened. This is true. Like I never talked about uh, once the the crazy drunken road trip that we had that destroyed uh, one of my friend's cars. Hmm. Like that would have been an interesting story that, to tell. Yeah. Um, and, and for, is for and, me, you know, you were saying, you know, four minutes felt like an eternity. Four minutes was like, oh my God, I have just completely glossed over everything. You see, I can't, I couldn't think of the things to gloss over. Interesting. That was my problem. I literally was like, what do I say now? Because I, I, I guess it's probably one of the things of, of, uh, Anaphantasia is I live in the present. So mm. thinking about the past is always just a hard thing to do. Yeah. And I've always been good at talking. Like I yeah. just talk, but I'm also a pretty good storyteller. I know how to like, kind of embellish things and I, um, good well, memory and the, retrieval and then yeah. like, so like I can think of something that happened and then I can actually think about the details of what happened and and I can talk about things in detail um, so you know if you actually wanted me to give you my life story um, you just pop out your giant thing of memoirs that you've already been writing and it would probably take us a couple of days I think to actually like go through 
if like if I went into detail. And, and I, think, I also remember a lot of the detail. Yeah. I think if as you were giving this horrible, horrible torture of telling me your entire life story, I was writing down the things that I was thinking of, uh, I could do the same thing. There you go. I just couldn't do it on demand. Uh, so you just did that horrible yeah, one. Yeah, so now it's your turn to yeah, ask I'm me. just going to mention this. I'm sorry that you guys just had to listen to a single person for four minutes straight. Then the other person for four minutes straight. That cannot be good podcasting. Meh. Eh. Eh. Anyways, uh, so number 12. If you wake tomorrow, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Before we continue, because we've already had the like supernatural conversation, mm-hmm. um, I'm assuming this is going to be a terrestrial ability. Yeah, I'm something thinking, completely not like normal. the ability to fly. Yeah, it's but like, like, oh man, I want to be able to stop time. Right. Yeah. Like I say, like the ability to, you know multiply huge numbers in my head or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, So just something that a normal human could do. Yeah. Um, hmm. Any one quality or ability. That's a tough one. Not because I think I'm perfect, which I very much don't, but because... It's hard to think of something you don't have. Right, or like, like one in particular facet of... I think I know one that you might well, don't tell me. I gotta, I gotta come up with it. I know, now. I know. I just, Honestly, it's, it's, okay. You know, actually, and this is um, something I could actually very easily, well, not easily do, but I could definitely do. I'd love to learn, or I'd love to be able to, like, be a really good computer programmer. Yes, I called it. Yes, that was the one I was thinking of. That is kind. Of, I'm a little <laughs> freaked out right well, now. Well, no, you've literally told me a few times. Like, whenever I come back from work and I talk about uh, something that I'm programming, you're like, "Man, I wish I knew how to program." I know. Like, and that's and that's like totally something I could learn yeah. on my own, and I just haven't taken the time to do it because it's a combination of I don't need to. Like, there's no pressing need for me to learn how to do this. Mm-hmm. And um, I've never actually been... I'm really good at big ideas, at understanding concepts. But when you get down to the nitty-gritty... Right, like, I need more... Not so much a... Um, not so much like, oh, I can't do it, but I need guidance. Yeah. Like, you know, there's all these books and courses you can take online and whatnot. It's just... Courses online, maybe. But, like, trying to just teach yourself, for me, that's difficult. Yeah. Um, um, so, actually, what might lead in from yours into what I was going to say. This first one is going to be a cheat, so I'm not going to actually go with this one. It's just something I'm going to mention anyways. Is the ability to self-motivate. Because mm. right now, like you said, oh, I'd like to learn how to program. There's so many things I'd love to learn how to do, but at the end of the day, watching YouTube is just so much easier. Exactly. I know. I think self-motivation is actually a really important quality. It I is, but... I get you why you're saying it's a bit of a cheat. Yeah, because it's basically saying, I want to be able to give myself all of the equalities. Right. But honestly, that's actually... That is kind of like the underlying one for like so many... Yeah. Yeah, like it's, I want to, you know, be able to climb a mountain. Yeah. Well, and see, you have a very good mind for the to program. You just need to be able to motivate yourself to actually learn right. to do it. Exactly. Um, so that that would be... Like my catch-all answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but What is your real answer? My specific one, and this is because even with self-motivation, I probably still couldn't do it, is the ability to art. Mm. I want to be able to draw what I That's a really think of good in my one. head. That's a really, really good one. Um, because being visual, mentally visually impaired, 
uh, I can't really translate my thoughts into images. Mm -hmm. And so it'd be really cool to actually draw and animate and be able to create the things that don't exist in my head. I remember when I was was pretty young, I wanted to be an artist. Mm -hmm. And I was, I mean, as a kid, I was actually halfway decent drawer. Um, And then it just kind of all went away. Yeah. And my sister is actually really good uh, a really good drawer animator. She's uh, uh, done a lot of just pencil drawings. Is this the person that you were thinking of getting to design our logo? No. No, okay. Actually, I could talk to my sister about that. Interestingly enough, uh, not to hijack what you were saying, but my sister is also extremely good at the art side of things, yeah. drawing and that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like literally you take that stereotype of the two brains, you know, one's logic and one's art. Right. You cut them in half and you get my sister and you get me. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and I think um, for me, because I know, you know, visually speak, uh, within our heads, visually speaking, I know you struggle with visualizing things. Struggle as in can't. As in can't. And I can visualize things wonderfully. I have no idea how to translate that from my head to my hand. There's a there's a great comic um, by an artist. And basically the comic goes something along the lines of a person coming up to the, to the artist going, Oh man, I love your art. I can't imagine how you do it. The person says, Oh, it's practice. It's like, yeah, it's like crazy. You must have this really special innate talent. Person, the artist goes, no, it's it's practice. Yeah. And basically, it's like three or four panels of the artist just being like, no, literally, I just practice. Yeah, the, it's the uh, the the idea of you can become an expert in anything is if you put ten thousand hours. In, yeah, basically, which is, who knows if that's a real number? The reality is, by the time right. you've done ten thousand hours, yeah. you probably appear as an expert to anybody who's normal. Yeah. And when there are with with any skill, any skill, whether it's programming or art. Or, hell, even reading. Yeah. Like, there are things you can do to practice, and yes. there are techniques. Yeah. Um, but I do think some people do have a more innate ability to be an artist. Yeah. Or to be... Um, Mathematician. Or to be a speed reader. Or, yeah, well. I mean, any, like, yeah. like, yeah, you can probably teach yourself X, Y, and Z, but there are some people who just can do it. Basically, my, my thought for how this works is uh, – so you, you know all the rage in, in techno- computing technology now is the idea of machine learning, yep. right? Um, I like to think that our brains work the same way where you just kind of repeat a thing over and over again and eventually all the connections work out well mm-hmm. and you have learned the skill. Right. But the initial condition that leads you towards that path is different for every person. My initial condition was geared a little bit towards math. And mm-hmm. so by the time math was being introduced, I picked up on it a lot faster than I did anything else. That makes sense. Um, but, you know, that's weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so... Um, yeah, so I think actually... So here's the situation, guys. Uh, the 36 questions are actually broken up into three different sets. And question 12, the one that we just did, is the end of the first set. Uh, and considering that we're about... We're about a little over half an hour in. Yeah, and... And we were thinking of doing a shorter one this time around. We're going to we're gonna stop yeah, with those for a, now. Yeah, we'll pretty, pick them up again in yeah. part three. And, uh, but, as always, before we go, we have our final word. And see, not right now would be one of the times you use the, the um, soundboard to play, like, some sort of classic music musical sting that people are like, oh, yeah, that's the final word soundtrack. Ba-ting. Yeah. Yeah, we could totally do that. That totally. would not be a difficult thing. Just like All the right. website. So... I believe this is pronounced Agnestis. Do you have... 
Agnestis. A-C-N-E-S-T-I-S. The spelling, it doesn't help. Um, can I want you to speak speech. Oh, <laughs> I put my computer on mute. Do that again. Do, 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 do. Hold We're on. all go. dying in anticipation. Agnestis. Oh, what was it? Da, 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 da. Agnestis. 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 First thing awesome I have to word. ask, I have to ask because you've been doing... Is it religious in any way? No, it is not. Okay, Agnestis. Agnestis. I don't know any parts of that word. Um, I- anything you can hit me for? Like any part okay, of that? Okay, so... I hope this doesn't lead you astray, cause, but uh, it might give you an idea of the type of word it is. So, the first four letters... A-C-N-E. What does that spell? A-C-N-E. Acne? So, okay. So, it's not actually, like, talking about acne, but it's a part of, like, acne is a thing in the, like, in the body. It's kind of, acnestis is a a part of the body, if you will. Interesting. Um, Now now I'm just thinking something poor related. um, Kind of, actually, sort of. Um, it's a really great word, and I am very excited that I found this word because it is entirely relatable for everybody. Every living, living being experiences this. The part of the back or backbone between the shoulder blades and the loins, which an animal cannot reach to scratch. I love this word. Isn't it the greatest word ever? That is really good. I was skeptical at first, but that is a wonderful word for a thing that we all relate to. Exactly. Now, unfortunately, it's the most impronounceable word. Agnestis. Agnestis. Like, I mean... It's not a great word itself, but the... Agnestis. Yeah. Like, I am totally going to use this word now. Agnestis. What's the part of the word? Is it a noun? Um, yes. Agnestis. I believe it's a noun. Yeah, it's the part of the back. So you'd be like, oh man, that bodybuilder over here, over there, has such defined shoulder muscles that he must have a huge agnestis. I, yeah, I don't know if you can use it that way. Let's see if let me, let me see if I can find it in uh, in use in a sentence. This is the longest we've ever spent on a word, but I love it. Nope, silence. We can't have silence. I know. Silence is no good. Interesting. So I just did a search and didn't the didn't the dictionary entry that you have give you a example of how to use it? Like every other dictionary go. in the world. Um, I just copied the. Uh, oh, you just copied the definition yeah. instead of the keeping the web page. So open? yes, it is a noun. Um, I am not getting any for you're, more examples of the usage us. of this term. Citations, agnestis, the part of an animal's uh, the one. Um, oh my god, this is useless. Wikipedia you is not what? helping me. Then at all. I'm correct. That's how you use the phrase. Yes. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Oh man, I am I having a, a hard, I'm having a hard time scratching my agnestis. See what I love about it is it also sounds kind of dirty. <laughs> it does sound kind of dirty. Agnestis. I think it's such like a rare word that. Like, so rare, no one has it. Yeah, it's like I'm looking in like the Oxford English Dictionary. Oh boy! And it tells me the definition and it tells me the origin, but it doesn't give you an example. No, like every other word. Like in there. every other word. Well, um, I guess we'll just have to leave on that semi unsatisfying note. Uh, it'll just be that scratch that you can itch. And but um, ching. Enjoy our outro. Yeah, it should be kind of fading in right now. And see you next time. <laughs>